Week 20, Dub Club, Dub Club. You love to see it. Conference championships, AFC championships. We're going to just hop right into it. Well, no, actually, no, we're not. Hold on. I saw some uh, some Packer fans try to come at me this this past week <laughs> because I, I picked the Seahawks. Whoopty fucking do covered by half a point. It was clear, you know what I mean? I mean, stamped one, half a point. Yeah, it's like yo, two point I clearly had the right side. Like you know what I mean? Like it is what it is. The like two the two point, point conversion. Like. Got me, got me sick. Yeah, and and on the, on the podcast, I said I should have probably bought a point point and a half to make it six. So I just didn't do that. Mm. Saturday morning when we give our best bets, it wasn't in our, our best state. Although we did pretty, I did. I, I was one one and one on best bets, but Keith went two and one, and uh, my my one uh, my one loss came half a point. I should have bought a point, half a point, you know, not a half a point though. I didn't want to push it. Transparency fuck one and two. Yeah, yeah. Louisville was up twelve at halftime. Oh wow! Yeah, they only lost. They only won by three. Spread was three and a half. Lost both those games by a combined one one betting point. One betting point. One. It's it's crazy. It's getting real out here. So you got to tighten up. It's tighten up. Yeah. Speaking of tighten up though, Titans after the big upset win at Chiefs. Chiefs favored by seven and a half at home. Total is fifty two. Make sure I give out the totals today. <laughs> Keys, talk to me. Uh, I got a, what, what do you call a slight like? I got a like. I saw what the board was looking like. I was like, nah. I like something. <laughs> I like something. So I got a like here. I like the Chiefs to, um, you know what I mean? I like them to win definitely to win this game at home. Um, but I, I like them to cover this spread. I think their offense just might be a little too explosive. The only, the obviously... The thing that you worry about here is facing the Titans. Uh, can their run defense withstand? You know what I mean. The, the Henry attack. Um, I think honestly, it'll it's going to be more of a situation of just too much offense and it coming back down to earth. Where it's like, yeah, this is 2020. This is the NFL, and this is how they play football. Like um, right. Chiefs at home. I feel like. If you are a conspiracy guy, this is like the the NFL is definitely all in on, you know, Patrick Mahomes getting this win. No one wants to see Ryan Tannehill in the Super Bowl. Um, with that being said, I'm definitely rooting for the Titans, though. <laughs> I, I feel that actually. Um, so, um, Keith likes the Chiefs. Chiefs um, under Andy Reid, 44, 31 and three against the spread after a win. I was trying not to bring his name up. <laughs> uh, 55, 36 and one versus the AFC. 26, 27, two is home favorite though against the spread. Um, sound man, you lean looks like. Tell me which way you're leaning, cause I, I can't tell right now. I'm actually um, changing my colors. I'm gonna like the Titans here, man. Oh, oh all right, all right. Chicken sandwich. <laughs> you know, I like about the chicken yeah, sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> Chicken oh, sandwich. It is. Actually, I've been waiting for it. I love it. I'm just on the sideline. I'm loving it, baby. He loves me. Okay. Uh. <laughs> no, I like the Titans here. Um, the one thing that's throwing me off is definitely the conspiracy theory. Like, of course, the NFL wants to see Mahomes and them in the the Super Bowl, but I'm gonna be a prisoner in a moment, and I'm gonna roll with these Titans. Um, they saying State Farm already paid for it. That would make the sense. Mahomes, the Mahomes, the Mahomes Rogers is already rich. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> wow. It's gonna be interesting. No pushing on this one either. Yeah, Over yeah. Seven and a half. Seven uh, and a half. But um, I hate the and a half though. I I loved it at six and a half where you know what I mean where it opened at. Right. Um, well, seven and a half kind of sucks. The hook. Yep. The hook. Um, me picking the Titans kind of goes against everything that I I stand for. I always say it's hard to beat a team twice. Um, Titans randomly beat these Chiefs earlier this year um, in Arrowhead. Um, so they got to go in there and beat them twice in Arrowhead. Um, that said, um, I look back on the first game they played. This guy, Derrick Henry, did what he's doing now. Had a buck 88, 23 carries, two tugs. Um, so it was just like, if you did it to him once, I think he could possibly do it again. I think the key to this game is uh, going to be time of possession. Um, T.O.P. It's looking like uh, in the, the 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 Titans are, you know, they're controlling the ball more than these Chiefs. Obviously, you could easily do that when you have this guy named Derrick Henry, 6'4", coming at you every damn play. It's obviously, they don't care about how many carries he gets. He's a workhorse, so it's like they can feed this man. And... I'm just, I'm gonna go with the hot hand. It's giving me evils of uh, whatever they did their run. Um, it's feeling like that to me. Let me just not doubt these Titans, but I think these Chiefs, man, um, after the, 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 the initial punch they took from the Texans, obviously the defense clamped down again. So I think this is, this is gonna be a nice AFC battle. But I'm gonna go with the Titans here. I'm just, I'm rolling with the Titans. Tighten up. All right, so Titans under Mike Vrabel, 11 and 8 against the spread after a win since 2018. 6 and 4 against the spread as a road dog, 12, 9 and 1 non division games. Um, 13, 12 and 1 overall against the AFC. Uh, that's all against the spread as well. Uh, I'm going to lean with you, lean uh, with you, sound man, with the Titans. Um, the, the hook is really just getting me uh, the 7.5. I think. What you guys talked about last week is just the uh, well, Keith, you spoke about it specifically. It's just the Titans are who they are, even if they went down. And that's the biggest thing I feel like Baltimore lost last week. Just looking back on the, the what happened, because um, I didn't watch the game live, but they got away from who they were. You know, they tried to, oh, they got down quick. Oh, we're going to throw the ball. Fullback only so saw five total plays on Baltimore. Like, I don't think the I think the Titans just understand, yo, we're gonna have to be who we are. Like we're not we can't throw the ball 60 times. It's not gonna work. Can't throw the ball 50, 40 times. It's not gonna we have to run the ball. I think like time of possession, they are gonna control the clock here. I saw this week five or you know, I've been Mahomes is on my fantasy team the whole year, but I saw this week five versus Indianapolis where um he played a you know, pretty stout defense with good linebackers. Uh, not great cornerbacks in Indy, but they have a pretty good defensive system where, you know, the Indianapolis won that game, and Mahomes pretty much never even saw the field most of the game. And then, like you said, they already played the Titans week 10. They lost 35-32. Um, they did have to, you know, sort of come back or drive it towards the end of the game, which they may have to do in this spot as well. But um, it, it's just shown that, you know, Tannehill, Tannehill can make the plays. He showed that already in Week 10 when, it, when they went out. I think Adam Humphreys had the game uh, go-ahead touchdown. So, um, I, I think I'll yeah, just rock out with the Titans right here. I think if they're able to just run that ball and, you know, Chiefs uh, averaging um, – Chiefs opponents averaging over 128 rushing yards per game, 
which is ranked 26 uh, in the league. So I think if the Titans just uh, you know stick to their game plan, run that ball, even if even if it gets a little tricky early, if you're down 14 nothing or seven nothing, obviously stay with it, keep your game plan, and then um, you know what I mean. Just just try to like milk that clock, keep the keep my homeboy on the sideline. So I'll lean with the Titans in that spot, but I do think like it's, it's just dangerous because the Chiefs could just put up points so fast like we saw last week 41 straight just 41 straight points <laughs> just is ridiculous a 40 what was it a 49 to, to no it was a 41 to 41 and nothing run 41 and nothing run so That's just just crazy 51 to 7 run overall yeah. so um you know I, I lean with the titans in this spot um total is 52 i guess we could kind of if, if you had to lean one way on the on the total keys what, what would you go um I think I'll probably have to go under. Yeah. Um, saying that, like, listening, I don't know why I'm picking the Chiefs. But I just feel like this is going to be a game. Like, I'm hoping that it's going to be a game that's exciting. That, like, it's just like literally the Titans don't have enough explosive people to, you know what I mean, to keep up with them. Um, Do they not, though? I mean, who really. Break I mean, Ryan Tannehill has yet to throw for over 100 yards. I feel like you have to throw for him. It doesn't matter. He's done it in the regular Yeah, yeah. They're not exactly. asking him to, though. They're not asking him to, but I feel like if you're the Chiefs, like all that being like what, what Pete was saying, you need to stick to your system and all that. I feel like defensively for the Chiefs, you got to look at it like there's like every possession, we're just trying to stop Derrick Henry two times in a row. If you do that and you force Tannehill to pass, that could be their whole drive. You do that literally three, four times. The Titans might look up and say, "If you see yourself down more than, more than a touchdown, you're gonna have to throw it. It doesn't like you have to throw the ball. Like it's, you're not gonna keep running the ball, potentially wasting the clock out down more than one touchdown against Patrick Mahomes. I mean, like I, I feel like it's really gonna be a, what happens early in this game dictates the entire game situation. Yeah, um, what I can say though, clock management comes involved. That's why I said I was scary. not trying to say Andy Reid's <laughs> name earlier. It's gonna be scary. His uh, best, his best case scenario. Obviously, every coach's best case scenario is like you know we're up big, but like you know what I mean. You definitely don't want it to be a close game with uh, Andy Reid. And is Andy Reid one in five in conference games? I mean, conference championship games. Yeah, I was, not a good record. Beat Vic that one year, and then other, all the other year, Panthers beat him, Tampa Bay beat him. Um, the Eagles, so it's different. It's no, no doubt, no doubt. It's definitely ago. different. But even last year, yeah, he, did, last he year, couldn't get it year. done in the champ. You know, so I'm just, I'm just throwing it out. And he was at home on that in that game as well when he had my home. So, but um, it's gonna be definitely an interesting game. What I, what I will say though about the Titans' last win, Soundman, in Week Ten, they can't win the same way they won defensively. Fifty pass attempts for Mahomes, three over three hundred yards, yeah, three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't play that game. Like keep that. him off the field is yeah. a game plan. I don't. But I think I think they've switched around their their train of thought in in the playoffs specifically because they didn't play this way the entire year. No, they, they, you know, they specifically said, hey, if we could beat teams this way, we're going to do it until they good. You know, stop that, and then maybe we'll do other things. And even if Tannehill has to throw the ball, there's still some. Some, you know what I mean, like uh, availability for maybe, a, you know, draw play, you know, quarterback draws or quarterback sneaks, uh, read options. So he's one of those guys where you could do, you know, multiple different things. But I'm not going to lie, guys, man. But it's like 
literally like the last five games of the season, like the Chiefs gave up a hundred yard rush. <laughs> it didn't matter who they played. Like they gave up the, like one twenty three to carry on coming off the, the, <laughs> the, the injury. injury. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking for some like things that back me up, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I might have to downgrade that. To I mean, just, they can. You know, they're the gonna throw the ball still over. Over. <laughs> Man, I'm so, I mean, this is, this is going to be an interesting game, though. Definitely. Because uh, even when they played Baltimore last week, like, they were, they're sort of similar. They like to run the ball, play style defense. But the Chiefs, they like to throw the ball like hell and, um, you know, make play, you know, play uh, good defense where you make timely, you know, timely turnovers. So, we'll see. It should be a good one. Let me say, I would, I would, I would like the over in this, though. You would like personally. over. You would lean over yeah, the 52. I feel like if it goes over, over the Chiefs win. I mean, yeah. it went over last time. Chiefs lost. Yeah. yeah. Last time was a minute ago. Week 10. It's funny yeah. week 10. Uh, I, w- I would lean on the under, but I don't know if that helps. or <laughs> I'm not a total type of guy. But move on. NFC Championship, Packers at 49ers. I was going to say Saints. Wow. Packers at 49ers. 49ers favored by 7.5. Total 45. Uh, let's see how you guys. Oh, like a lot of leans. A lot of, so I, I guess I'll uh, start with myself then because I lean 49ers in this one. Um, I think I would like it if it was at 6.5 um, or 6, obviously. So maybe you buy it down a little bit. And by the way, we're recording this on what's today? Tuesday. We're recording this Tuesday. on a Tuesday. <laughs> By the time these games, you know, kick off, like there'll be a lot of prop bets, player prop bets. So there's a lot of different things that you know you go you could play on this game. So we we may not play the sides or the totals, but you know there's so much that you could bet on the NFL game on any given Sunday. But while into that, Packers seven and a half point underdogs. Total is forty five. Um, I like the 49ers in this spot. Um, not a seven and a half, but I lean with 49ers at seven and a half. Um, the, we saw this 49ers team destroy the Packers not too long ago um, in in California. Um, I think the, the the ability to rush the ball in so many different ways, like people people know that they're going to run the ball. It's the same thing kind of with the Derrick Henry. Like people know that they're going to run the ball, except with the 49ers, you don't know who's going to run it. You don't know how they're going to run it. Like, they just do little things, like, have little nuances, like, we'll send a guy in motion on first down, and maybe that play only goes for a yard, but that same guy may go in, you know, motion again on the next, you know, first or second down, and you're thinking a similar play is going to happen, but it happens on the opposite side. It's just little things like that that they do. Shanahan, really, baby. Yo, Shanahan, they're, <laughs> they're sick with it. Like, what was that drive last week? Seven straight run plays, reached the end zone. Yeah, it was like eight or something. That, yeah, they took their heart with that drive. They definitely took their heart. And I think with the Packers, this is a high-variance team. Um, I've seen them. Um, so, full transparency, I've I've teased the 49ers. I mean, not the 49ers. I've teased the Packers three times throughout this year. So, that means I'm adding six points to whatever they're favored by. or I'm adding six points to my favor. They're 0-3 in all those games. Mm-hmm. So... Like, the Packers can be high variance. Um, from what we've seen this past year, they don't play well in California. It's 0-2, two games they just totally just look like they didn't show up for. Well, I really want to say one game. Not Chargers game, they didn't look like they showed up for. But this game against the 49ers, they just look like they got beat, like out, outclassed. So, I think that defensive line against what's not a great offensive line uh, in in um, Green Bay anymore, I think that defensive line would be stout. I think... 
offensively, let their the 49ers offensive line is going to get at the Packers defensive line, which I think is a little overrated. Their their defense in 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 total, the Smith brothers are not that great, but I think the 49ers just stout offensive line, stout defensive line. That's where he started at. And they're going to do a good job of taking away Devontae Adams and truly doubling him instead of having like a safety over there to kind of help. Like, no, you double him from the jump and then you make him beat you that way. And I think Aaron Rodgers knows he doesn't have many other options to go to besides 17. So I'll lean with the 49ers. Um, I would definitely try to get it to six and a half, though, before I bet it. Um, Keith, talk to me. Yeah. I definitely agree with a lot of what you say. Um, lean the 49ers too. Very close to a like. Uh, actually, I just don't want to like them because I don't want. I don't want them to win. I'm gonna be rooting for the Packers, <laughs> even though, like you said, those Packer fans kind of pesky. They they like little divas out there. Yeah, like, like oh my god, like oh it's our god. fault. Like it's, it's like, our fault that there's a line we gotta them, choose a side. Like, it's not our fault. Yeah, but, but you know, I, 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 I lean. I lean 49ers here. Um, you can run on the Packers. Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, I feel like you know why kind of uh, the Seahawks weren't able to just right. take too many bodies. The, they right. didn't have the people to do it. Um, although I feel like they should have been given Homer some touches early if they were going to That's very true. To not enough Homer last week. Uh, yep. You know what I mean? Or just give them, you know, opportunities in space, whatever, instead of just, you know, running straight up the middle with, with beast mode all the time. It wasn't really working. But um, anyway, that's here nor there. The 49ers have three running backs that they can run it with. Um and I feel like they're going to do that, like you said. Low well, uh, key, they have a fourth. Man. Yeah, just like, don't bring him out. But you know what I mean? They used three. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? You saw last game, uh, Coleman got rolling a little bit. They, they stuck with the high hand. You right. saw the other two on the sideline kind of get antsy, like, get me in there, get me in there. Like, I, I kind of like that. It's like, yo, like, y'all win in the playoff game, man. You know, people still that hungry or whatever. But, um,. Yeah, I, I lean 49ers here just literally off that simple fact. I don't think the Packers will be able to stop that running attack. Um, we just, like you said, we just saw these two teams play and they completely destroyed them. Um, I, I don't think it'll be that bad um, this time because it's just like really hard to predict that, um, especially in a championship game, two teams that are playing good right now. But um, yeah, I think that I think that Packers defense is going to. It's gonna look like how Russell Wilson looked last week. It was just like it's just too much. I can't like, I can't do all of this. You know what I mean? Like, it was just literally him and Devontae out there at times. Like they were, it was enough to get it done against Seattle. But right. um, yeah, I don't think I don't think it's gonna be enough. That these 49ers are playing like really really good. And the Packers were like only had like three uh, out of what was it nine out of like on third down they only you know missed three third downs. So they were terrific on third downs last week. Um, the Packers yeah. 52, 45, and 4 against the spread, non division games since 2011. Uh, 7, 4, and 1 in the playoffs. 52, 42, and 3 against the spread after a win. They are 16, 19, and 1 as a road dog, though, since 2011. So, I uh, got to go to California this week. Sal, man, talk to me. Yeah, I'm leaning uh, 49ers as well. Triple um, Yeah, again, to <laughs> all the. Eight units. Many Packers fans <laughs> that listen to this uh, podcast. You guys are divas. As I told one of them, uh, 
Rodgers will retire with the same amount of rings as Favre does. And he's not even going to get to the Super Bowl this year. That's that's that on that. Um, but again, um, wow. wow. Greasy sound, man. Yeah, yeah. Say you ready? You want all the smoke. Yeah. Packers fans. Well, it'll be all right. Glad you checked the hats this week. Yeah, facts. <laughs> um, again, goes against uh, what I like to say. Hard to beat a team twice. Uh, but uh, I just... I mean, I've said it all year, uh, Packers. I, I don't believe in them. I think they won last week because um, Seattle's, uh, I think their play calling was terrible in, like, the first quarter, uh, second quarter. That kind of got them behind. Um, and uh, just wasn't, they didn't have enough to get back in the game and win. Uh, that being said, I think these Niners are going to just play their same game. Um, the first time they beat these guys, uh, George Kittle destroyed them. Um and piggybacking off of last week, uh, their tight end, Hollister, he was getting a bunch of targets. He had, like, five grabs and, like, a few more targets than the five receptions. So I think Kittle goes off in this game again uh, on top of just the running game. Um, if you can't, you know, control the Hollister, I'm sure Kittle will do it again. Um, something to look at as well is um, last week, Packers got outscored 20-7 in the second half. I don't think you can get outscored 20-7 in the second half or anything close to that again against these 49ers and walk away with a win. So I'm leaning 49ers here. I don't think it's going to be uh, – I mean, obviously we're all leaning because we don't think it'll win by more than 7.5. But it could get ugly. I don't think it'll get ugly. But I think uh, the Niners been on a mission all year to get to the Super Bowl, which the mission should have been played against the Ravens. It seemed like them both were on the same mission, but – it is what it is. Go, yep. uh, go Niners, man. And like he said, you can run a little bit on the Packers. They're uh, 24th in the league, giving up over 120 rushing yards per game to their opponents. Um, 49ers under, it was Kyle? Kyle Shanahan, 12-10 and 10 against the spread after a win um, since 2017. 17-14 against the spread, non-division games. And um, that's been, it looks like that's been boosted a little bit because the first couple of years, he, he didn't really have a good team. Uh, four, eight, and one against the spread is a home fave. And like I said, the Packers are 16, 19, and one as a road dog. Something has to give there. Mm. Um, but what I will say is the 49ers, number one in the uh, passing defense, 48 total sacks on the year, which is tied for fifth. Um, and they, they got two Aaron Rodgers last uh, last time they Five played. Sacks. And if you watch Aaron Rodgers, he, I mean, he doesn't want to get hit. Like, so he does a good job of, you know, throwing off his back foot most of the time. I'm, I'm just a little concerned in this one. If you take away uh, 17, Devontae Adams, who you got? So, um, you know, I got to I gotta run with the home team here, the 49ers. Uh, we'll see. The seven and a half, though, uh, a little too much for my liking. At least by the hook back. At least by the hook. I just had 104 passing yards last time they played. Yikes. Yeah. And um, some go. Just want to throw out there. I just saw something on my phone, Twitter. My guy Luke Keekley. I was wondering. Luke Keekley retired. Just retired. Just retired. Wow. Um, it's it's tough for me. It was fuck? time. It was new it? New Panthers. Was it? Yeah, he was having. I mean, he, he stayed healthy pretty much the last couple of years, but before then he, he was getting mad hurt. Uh, he came out 2012, What's so he came out of the camp. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Yeah, man. Oh, him. RG three. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but you. No, he's still here. He around. I don't know if he's still here. He around though. He won a game. Um. All right. So. Yikes. I know, right? Yeah. So, Keish, uh, that's some NBA games. When this drop, this probably drop Thursday. I'm assuming. 
Uh, NBA games Thursday, Friday. I guess just tell me ones that you know just uh, the matchups stick out to you. Obviously, we don't have any lines. It's the toughest part of uh, sort of predicting college basketball and NBA basketball. But what matchups pop up to you? Um. So Thursday, I feel like obviously you just said we don't got no lines, but um, the under on the Celtics Bucks. Some I'll be looking at um, two teams. Obviously, play a lot of defense, um, and that's just going to be a good game. I feel like they're number one and two in the East right now, so just to watch that in general. I know I'm looking at the uh, Magic at Clippers. I don't think the Magic can hang with uh, the, the Clippers if, they, if they're fully healthy, which I think they – is Paul George back? Mm-mm. Not back yet. Oh, yeah. I still don't think we could beat them. Unless they're playing back-to-back, which him or Kawhi is not going to play, then, then we got a chance. Yeah, the Clippers have been um, kind of shaky. Uh, Seven and six. Yeah, kind of shaky, shaky as of late. But um, you know, like you said, the Magic. Uh, I don't know. Like they, I kind of, I got, I kind of respect the, the, the Magic that what they doing this year. But yeah, that, that that's a tough matchup for them. Um, the cat, uh, the Grizzlies is gonna have to play the Cavs. They're gonna be at home. I expect them to kind of blow them out. Uh, John Morant. Having like a low key historic, historic year. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? I think uh, there's only like one other player like his that young that's got had a, got a team putting up them kind of numbers and got his team in the playoffs. Um, yep, and that Cavs at Grizzlies is Friday, January seventeenth. Yeah. That also jumped out to me when I saw it. Uh, the Cavs Grizzlies. Um, I would say Wizards at Raptors. Wizards are so hard to call these days. I don't know. Um, As a fan, I'm watching Jazz and Pelicans. Same as the Zion debut. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Zion debut. Okay. Thursday. Sleep on the bench. Jazz at Pelicans, the Zion. Jazz, nine straight wins, though. Go Jazz. I respect it. See, I like that. So, even with that. Randomly, if that's a... um, Nationally televised game. Warriors aren't gonna be playing good randomly on them televised games. I don't know if they end up with the win because I don't watch till one a.m. no more. But I know they be playing hard. <laughs> Pelicans. Um, that Jazz Pelicans matchup though. So I haven't like just a theory when you when you try to bring back a player and like insert him in the starting lineup. Like you sort of have some like initial struggles. So. Maybe if you look at that first quarter number for the Jazz or that first half number to see what it is. Because um, they're going to try to, like, obviously make them feel good and integrate them in the, into, the, you know, the play. But, um, yeah, I kind of look at it, especially when they went in nine straight. All right. Um, we'll go to a little bit of college basketball, some matchups that popped out to me over the Thursday, Friday realm. So Thursday, um, North Florida at Jacksonville. Uh, I like North Florida in that one. I'm not sure what the spread, but essentially, these are. I'm telling you these games. So if you see a spread that's like too low, like if you see a spread that's two points, and you know with with the team that I'm favoring, and like obviously, I think you should jump at that. If, if you see it's, you know, I would say up to three, three and a half would be my buy price for these for these teams that I like. Just you know initially, but North Florida. Uh, number 169 strength of schedule. Jacksonville is number 262. Um, North Florida has played at Florida State, has played at Syracuse, at Iowa, at Creighton, at number six Dayton. 
Um, well, Jacksonville, you know, not such a, a, a really good team. They have five, um, well, North Florida has five double-digit scores, but no bench. So I, I may, like, try to look at the first half here. They have a lot of seniors, but Jacksonville is just struggle overall. Um, not that great of a team. And um, North Florida, um, strength of schedule outside of conference is number 30 in the league. I mean, number 30 in the nation. So... I think North Florida is a sneaky good team. They have an Aminu on their squad. I don't know if any relation, but they have an Aminu on their squad. Cincy uh, at Memphis, also on Thursday the 16th. Cincy um, ranks 220th or worse in field goal attempts, three-point attempts, three points made, uh, three-point percentage, and well, free throw attempts as well, steals, turnovers, and personal fouls. Cincy ranks... 220 or less in all of those statistics. Ew. So, uh, and Memphis, <laughs> Memphis, obviously, you know, Penny Hardaway there is the head coach. You got some ballers. Um, obviously, Wiseman is gone for, you know, whatever reasons, NCAA. But Memphis has outscored Power Five opponents uh, in the first half at home by 23 combined points. Um, but really, their only real opponent out of those is you. University of Georgia, Ole Miss, and NC State, I don't really count as too good these days. So, um, But since he's not in a Power 5 conference, and they Memphis has led their opponents in the first half by a whopping 149 points if you include, include non-Power 5 conferences. So, uh, yeah, I would look to bet Memphis first half here. That's what I'm trying to give out. Um, another game Thursday... Uh, is this Thursday? Yes. Uh, Austin P at Southeast Missouri State. Southeast Missouri State is 4-13. They're pretty bad. Uh, ranked 295 or worse in field goal percentage, three-point percentage, three points made, assists, blocks, and points per game. So, really tough year for them. Um, Austin P has the uh, Terry Taylor. He's the fourth leading scorer in the nation. 23.2 points per game. Nine rebounds as well. And um, Austin P is top 50 in two points made, free throws made, free throw attempts, and offensive rebounds, which is sneaky good uh, statistic for offensive rebounds. So, uh, but it's their second time playing, so may, I would probably like live bet this one and really see how things are going at those first few minutes. Uh, other good games: San Diego at BYU. That's also Thursday. San Diego is ranked 206 uh, via Kempom. BYU is ranked 26 Kempom, so they're a sneaky good team, BYU. So once I saw that matchup, automatically popped out to me. Oregon at Washington State. Oregon's pretty good. Washington State sucks, so um, Oregon definitely has enough players in there to, to get it done on the road. Friday, the 17th, Fairfield at Iona. My guys, Iona, i just been betting them first half blindly, it feels like, and they've been uh, look three and oh, last three or four times. So they've um, they do their thing first half, meltdown in the second half, or whatever. Uh, Dayton at St. Louis, like I said, Dayton is ranked six in the country. Um, well, I, I don't think they are ranked six, I think that's Kim Palm actually. And they're ranked 87th. Uh, St. Louis is Kim Palm, so St. Louis, sneaky good team that might be a little closer than people suspect, uh, especially with Dayton having to go on the road. Uh, Wisconsin at Michigan State. I was going to talk about that a little more in depth, but I always get Wisconsin and Nebraska mixed up, so I'm going to leave it alone. Michigan State, though, you know, pretty good team. They just they don't have a lot of height. They got, you know, good experience. Michigan at Iowa. I think Michigan's overrated. I think Iowa's a really tough place to play at. 
Um, so, um, you know, I will lean with Iowa in that one. And Brown at Yale. Brown, 208th. Kempom, Yale is ranked 59th. Uh, so, uh, Yale should have the advantage in that one, especially at home. But I think out of all those games I just named the most, uh, that San Diego BYU is jumping out as well as that North Florida Jacksonville. So if you can get some low numbers on that, take it take it quickly as well. All right. Looks like we're some tease me picks. I'll start with me because um, obviously the only two games, but I was trying to think of it before I even got here. So I will go under 58 total points, Titans Chiefs. And I will take the 49ers minus one and a half. Tease me picks. Keys, what you got? I'm uh, um I'm gonna do the Chiefs minus one and a half. Okay. And um I think I I think I want to do the 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 Packers plus what would that be that would 13 be and a half. plus 13 and a half. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get blown out like that again. All right, those Packers, I've been, I don't tease them no more. I'm done with it. <laughs> All I got is Salmon. Niners. One and a half. Nine is one and, and a half. You. you don't. What do you mean? No, I need a second one. Come on, come fuck, on. Fuck this math. Give me. <laughs> just give me. Tell me what you want. I'll, I'll. I'll do the math. Just tell me what you're teasing up or down. Whatever the you say the the, the no, I take it down. Whatever you said the fifty two for uh, the Chiefs. And the yeah. Titans. So you would go I'll over the forty six. Absolutely. All right. So fuck that. Sound, just to recap. All right. Sound man will go Titans Chiefs bad. over forty six. As well as 49ers minus one and a half. Keese will go Chiefs minus one and a half. As well as Packers plus 13 and a half. And me, I'm going to go Titans Chiefs under 58. And I'll take the 49ers minus a point and a half. Tease me. All right. And best bets. This is Omatic, a.k.a. Soundman, and these are the best bets for the week. Keats' best bets are the Bucks and Celtics under 223.5 points. He likes Drexel minus 7.5 versus Elon. And he likes the Jazz at Pelicans minus 5. His best bets are the 49ers minus 6.5 in which he's buying a point. He likes North Florida minus one, and he likes Jacksonville State's first half of plus three. The Soundman special are the Tennessee Titans, punching their way to their first ever Super Bowl in franchise history on the back of Derrick Henry. Tighten up. <laughs> <laughs>